If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Master Chief, out. Hello and welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 555. It is August 2nd, 2022, and I am not Ryan McCaffrey. I am Miranda Sanchez, filling in for Ryan as he takes a very well-deserved vacation. But joining me for the show today, we have plenty to talk about, as always. Our most of the usual crew, plus one guest, we got Stella Chong. Hey! <laughs> Taylor Lyles, making her reappearance. Hello! Thanks and, for having me back. Yeah, thanks for coming back. And Destin Legary. Bam! Hi, everybody. Yay! Hello, welcome! Hello, everyone. How are you all doing? The special episode is 555, which oh. I know... It's a palindrome. Yeah. Palindrome. We have many palindrome <laughs> episodes, but this one's even cooler because it's 555. And we're not going to get another one like this until we get 666, which is, oh I'm sure, going to be a no. fun oh. one. <laughs> I'm about to like, yeah. clutch my cross and just like hope for the best for y'all. Oh, yeah, oh thanks. I, we're, we're, we're quite a ways away till that. So, <laughs> um, Taylor, so thanks so much for coming back. If It's been a bit since we've had you on. If you want to introduce yourself to all of our listeners. Yes. Hello, everyone. I'm Taylor Lyles, and I am the associate tech editor at IGN. Yeah, Taylor, I feel like anytime I have a tech issue, I'm just like, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, help. <laughs> hey, how do I actually install this thing on my Steam Deck? Because I have no idea. That Taylor's great for all of that. And here's my cat, Ari, who's making an appearance as we jump into the episode. So this week, we're mostly going to try to focus around a little bit, a little bit of a different thing. But we do have some news unlocked for everyone here. Um, we also have a lot of feature topics to kind of dive into these things that Microsoft has going on. As you guys may know, there's not a lot of news right now because, you know, it is it is the middle of the summer. But that doesn't mean that we don't have plenty to discuss. Um, so without further ado, let's jump right into it. Um, so this was actually news from the end of last week that we didn't get to talk about. But Discord voice chat integration is coming to Xbox consoles. Everyone who uses PC... <laughs> very excited about this i think me stella miranda taylor i think we're all gonna agree that this is great yes, yes. um so for what this actually means is that 
Xbox Series X and X and Xbox One owners will be able to talk to their friends on Discord voice chats from your consoles. So rather than having to use uh, your phone or an iPad or bring a laptop over or something else, you can just do it on your console. So in the press release, Discord's notes that an Xbox insiders can actually use the voice chat feature now and that the actual dedicated feature is coming later this fall for everyone. Um, so just apparently, according to the Discord notes, the feature was highly requested, which I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the chorus of yes. <laughs> it was weird because I saw of... one comment that said, I saw one comment that said that like, they're like, I haven't requested this. I was like, I, I was like, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been highly requested. <laughs> yeah. I just played a game with Ryan and I was like, can you hop on Discord? He's like, no, I want to use party chat. Now we don't have to do any of that nonsense oh anymore. God. It's just, you just open the Discord <laughs> app now. And Discord is so easy to use once you've like done it once. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just really like, great news for xbox uh people looking to chat with their buddies on pc especially given the fact that you have the option of playing on pc or on console together for a lot of games right and i think uh previously there was mild discord integration so it was basically like oh you can link your account and show what you're doing and i was like that's <laughs> when i saw that they're like discord's coming to xbox i was like oh great and it felt like this bad fake out with like oh we're just showing your like what's happening, your information and gamer tag and things. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. But with this well, that too, thing I have turned off. Right? <laughs> exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, nobody see what I'm doing. Don't look at me. Um, but um, Discord also confirmed that the voice chat app on Xbox will allow users to transfer their voice call from the app. So if you're on desktop or mobile, you can transfer that over to your console using the Xbox mobile app, which if you don't already have downloaded, I highly recommend because it is actually really useful. Um, but as you're saying, especially great to see this coming to Xbox because there is so much big emphasis on crossplay. And still, I know you especially do a lot of this as well. Yeah, um, I know we're gonna talk about it later, but like the Xbox features, oh man. Anyways, uh, but yeah, Discord being here is great because like, I, I also with streaming, it's just been kind of an issue capturing voice chat, right? Because for the longest time, you couldn't capture your party chat in Xbox through the Elgato stuff. You do like a special aux cable and everything, and it was kind of a pain in the butt. Um, also, the Xbox app from PC to Xbox, you could use party chat, but sometimes it wouldn't capture your mic. It wouldn't do it properly. Um, I had to change out my Focusrite Scarlet to the uh, Elgato Wave XLR machine in order for it to actually work on the Xbox game bar, which was a problem. <laughs> So I shouldn't have to get like entirely new hardware to get that to work. So this is great. I'm no longer having to like have an earbud in with my headset on for <laughs> yeah. Xbox and like mixed audio, which is fantastic. I can hear the game and my friends. <laughs> right. And I think for, for the folks out there who don't use Discord, who aren't really into PC gaming, the hope here that, of course, is as you get friends who maybe are really into that, it's easier for them to hop into games with you and do that voice chat. Because I think as much as I understand them wanting to push using Xbox party chat, like that's the proprietary. They really want to celebrate that. Please just let us use Discord. And they're finally doing that. And I really do hope that we see more of these integrations in the future, which leads us to our topic. Um, so I wanted to ask you all with Xbox, you know, changing a lot of infrastructural things and you can tell that they're really paying attention to the community. And um, of course with this move, it, it just signals to me that they really are continuing to try and take PC gaming seriously. And they've done that in a variety of ways. Aside from this, this is just like the latest entry in that. Of course, one of the biggest of note, I would say recently is their partnership with Riot for Game Pass. Like that, that is massive for the PC audience, I would say. 
uh, especially if you play Riot Games. And if you don't, now you have an easy way to try a lot of stuff uh, without having to pay anything. Uh, so there's a lot of moves that they're they're doing, but infrastructure-wise or like feature-wise, what would you guys like to see Xbox do next to be a little bit more integrated with other systems? Um, now we know that they're really trying to push, you know, having Xbox Game Pass anywhere, like a lot of things with cloud streaming, but what else do we think that they could do? And Taylor, as our guest, I would like to go to you first. You don't mind kick this off. Of course, I'm glad to. You know, I would like to see them do a little bit more with like achievements, uh, especially on the crossplay perspective. I feel like the achievements are just kind of just very stagnant right now. And, you know, when I think about like the social aspects of like trophy hunting and stuff for PlayStation, and I was like, I would like to see even just like a smidge of that being integrated into Xbox, because I think Xbox is really good about, you know, integrating their community and being very community driven, especially on Twitter. Uh, shout out to the Xbox Twitter account. They're so they funny. <laughs> they are the best. And, you know, I think that seeing more of that social aspect for achievements uh, and having the community engage, and even if there's like, not necessarily maybe a forum, but maybe something that uh, people can like discuss and converse about if they're having trouble like with an achievement or something, like maybe the community can help them out or share tips, stuff like that. I know that it's somewhat kind of circumvented like on the internet and stuff, but I feel like having that like right in your face, like on your Xbox platform, I think that just makes it, that just streamlines everything. Yeah, absolutely. And Stella, what about you? Um, yeah, I think I mentioned, uh, let's see. So you were talking about like different platforms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, the PC Xbox app is a little bit wonky. I think it needs a little bit of an a facelift, um, inviting friends is kind of a pain sometimes, like sometimes it doesn't go through. Um, you're not able to check whether or not your friend has actually been invited or if you're actually friends with someone through the platform because I believe the button is just follow. It doesn't even say like add friend on the Xbox app. So it's like, okay, am I following you? Are we friends? Like what is going on here? Um, also it kind of sucks because some people buy the Xbox, like a game that is on Game Pass, they buy it on Steam because they didn't realize it was on Game Pass and then um, if they like link their Steam account, there's no way to invite them from that, which like it can't, you can do it, but it gets a little bit wonky again. So stuff like that could be integrated a little bit better. Um, I know that's really difficult because Steam is its own platform, but we are talking about how to better bridge the gap between other platforms. So um, that's one thing that could uh, be changed because I think if you have a game on like Game Pass, you can't invite someone on Steam who has a game who's not on Xbox or anything. So you have to invite through Xbox to play one of the uh, Game Pass games, which is kind of unfortunate. So um, yeah, that's the that's the one thing that I, I, I would want to w- work on just because like, I, I don't want it to be that divided, especially when the person does have it on PC and you can play it with them. <laughs> right, I remember playing um, Back for Blood and having some weird wonky like, okay, wait, I yeah. can invite you, but I got to invite you this specific way. And as you're saying, it is a little bit of a challenge, right? Because you are working with a different system, like Steam is its own platform versus somebody who bought a game on Steam versus somebody who bought it on um, Xbox or has it through the Xbox app. So even though you're both on PC, it's almost recognizing them as different systems. So in a way, I think that's just like a note of, that's sometimes also why we write guides, but like how to invite your friend, just because it does end up being a little clunky like that. So that is definitely a pain point that I, I hope that we can see them work out. But of course, with time, figuring all that kind of things out. Um, Dustin, are you feeling about infrastructure and systems between different things in xbox yeah. uh well first i want to comment that whatever b-roll we just had up some monsters set their profile to light mode as opposed to dark <laughs> mode I don't, know what's, I don't know what's up with that dale driver but you gotta get that sorted out but anyway uh the one that i wanted to comment on 
that is way better on other platforms is their clip and sharing and editing system. Uh, that has been sort of left alone largely since even the Xbox One era, and it really, really needs an overhaul. Yeah, there's the light mode that we were just talking about in the B-roll. <laughs> but anyway, like, there's not like a, a ton of uh, time options, and if you compare it to what PlayStation has done, PlayStation is so awesome. It constantly has a DVR going in the background. It records like an hour of footage, and you can hit the share button. It's like, well, do you want the full hour, or do you just want a little snippet, like the last three minutes? So you get this collection of clips that you want in the in the quality that you want, and it just... It saves on storage, and it's just really super streamlined, super easy to get to. It's at the touch of a button. And actually, Windows Central did a poll asking what people want to see revamped uh, not that long ago, and 17%, it was the most requested feature to be revamped, the game and DVR system. I also put a call out on social media just saying, like, hey, I'm not crazy, right? The game DVR kind of stinks still, right? And a lot of people were like, well, Aaron Greenberg said they were working on this like a year ago. Uh, the Vikings said it's really bad. PlayStation has done it since the PS4. They have longer recording and record your voice or voice chat if you want it to. Direct sharing the socials. Xbox needs to work on it. And then a bunch of other people iterating the same desires. And then the, the second most requested, or sorry, not the second most. One of the other most requested features was the achievement system. So I want to echo Taylor uh, on that. I do think the achievement system needs more work. It's just hard to like navigate to. Like if I want to go into a game, you have to go to the game, you go to like game page, and then you go over to achievements. So it's like three things to get to it. If an achievement pops up, sure, you can hold it and you go to your achievements. That's That's fine. But I just want to be able to look at it in an easier way without having to like pin achievements to my homepage. It just seems seems weird that it's like so buried. Right. And on that point, I also want to echo you and the achievement stuff. And this isn't for also to clarify, this isn't us saying like, wow, why isn't Microsoft doing all these things? It's like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. As we see them like building up these infrastructures, it's like, these are the points where we'd like to see them maybe focus potentially um, to make it a little bit more shareable or like a better ecosystem for us to play in different spaces. And I think especially that um, Dustin and Taylor, like the achievement system, I, I just wish there were more to it. And I think as we get closer and closer to just doing a lot of stuff for Xbox on PC, I like, kind of look at what Steam does for a lot of things and how you get like those cards. A lot of it feels like garbage, but it's still something cool and like tangible that I got as like a reward. Um, and also, I guess I also look at what Nintendo does sometimes, just, just other places. And I, I, aside from bragging rights, I don't, I just wish there was something more with achievements. Like, I like my achievement points, but a lot of times I don't feel like I need to rush after them. Um, it, it's like, ah, yeah, of course, like, we love the Achievement Unlocked. Obviously, our show is called Unlocked. Like, it's a, it's a big thing. And historically, I think it was pretty cool. But now that we've had it for so long, I'm like, can I... Could I have like a visual representation of my of all of my progress of all of my my accounts history success in some way? And I think that's where like the trophy system with, with PlayStation at least comes in. You're like, oh, that's so cool. You did all these things. Um, and I forget sometimes Nintendo works with uh, like the games that you've played and there's like things that you can unlock based on like the thing that the activity you did it's I know this is very nebulous but I think it kind of goes in with their reward system where oh you found all these things here's some like silver coins that you can use in our shop and I'm like well that's actually pretty cool and if I save up enough I can go buy something with it like and get a 
a cool little stationary kid or a principal. And so I kind of just wish that there was a little bit more with that. They've done like the bare minimum in that respect. Like if you unlock an achievement, you get like five reward points or something, but like it's not automatically unlocked. You have to go to a separate thing to like cash it in basically. It should just be passive. Yeah, so I think while this, of course the foundation is great, I think community wise and just like ecosystem wise, is there just some stuff we'd, we'd like to see happen? And I'm also very curious to see what you folks in the comments will say. I don't know if you guys know, but we do actually read them on YouTube every now and then. And sometimes we just don't reply, but definitely curious to see what you guys are going to say about these. Cause I want to know what you think that could just make the Xbox ecosystem a little bit more friendly for everyone and more engaging. Uh, but with that, we are actually going to take a quick break before we get back to our next topic. This week's podcast unlocked is brought to you by Nord VPN. Hey, if you're watching a lot of sports like me and you hate blackouts, NordVPN is a great way to go. You can use NordVPN, a virtual private network, to watch live sporting events, TV shows, films that aren't available in your region by switching your virtual location to a country that is showing that event. No more blackouts. It's also good for plenty of other stuff like protecting your private data, your bank details, your passwords, your online identity. You can protect your data while you're traveling and using public Wi-Fi. NordVPN protects you wherever you are in the world. NordVPN threat protection also protects you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. NordVPN is also the fastest VPN in the world. No buffering or lagging while you're streaming, and it will stop your ISP bandwidth throttling. NordVPN is the price of a cup of coffee a month, so that is a super affordable, great way to go. To get the best discount off of your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com Unlocked without the E. That's N O R D V P N dot com slash U N L O C K D, and that'll give you four extra months on the two year plan. And best of all, there's no risk with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash unlocked without the E. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, y'all. Thanks so much for joining us as we continue our show. Uh, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite because that's what we love talking about. We talk about so much Halo and, you know... That's good. I think that's good. Um, but this one is potentially not good for some folks. I, I would say mostly neutral for everyone, maybe. 
that's my assumption. Uh, but in the news, we have Halo Infinite campaign co-op will include online matchmaking. So as reported by Games Radar, 343 Industries has confirmed that the game will not include an option to connect with a stranger online, and it's only a direct invite for users. Um, so the quote is, online matchmaking will not be available for, with final co-op, an Xbox post spokesperson said to Games Radar. We encourage you to use the Halo looking for group service, which I have seen in school, and the new Discord voice call feature on Xbox to find players to party up with as you continue playing the beta. So that was specifically referring to the folks who are trying to play um, co-op beta. Listen, I I hate when people just try to get into my game and they're not invited if it's like a co-op single player thing. That's, just, that's a little weird. How do you guys feel about this? Uh it's 2022. The fact that so many companies just expect the community to develop the tools that they should be developing really bothers me, honestly. Ah. Destiny's been guilty of this. Now Halo's like, oh, we want you to figure it out for yourself because we don't want to code it in there. You can make a matchmaking system that you can turn off. You, of course, you should always have the option of playing with your friends or playing solo or not matchmaking, but I'm pretty spicy about this. Wow. I think this is a pretty basic feature that should have been implemented, the campaign co-op, especially after being delayed for so long. I'm very I'm disappointed. Um, I, I suppose on that point too, whenever there's any sort of achievement system that mentions anything with co-op, I agree there that that's like the one point if I were trying to achievement hunt for everything, that's where I'd care, right? Like if I can't get this because none of my friends want to play with me, this isn't happening. Exactly to your point that it is a little bit of a bummer that you kind of have to go out on your own and like, hunt someone down and use some my, third party app to find it my schedule is so haphazard you know yeah. i got to take care of my son i gotta like help my wife out and when i get game time sometimes i just gotta go and my friends aren't around so i gotta figure it out and when yeah. there's no matchmaking it means like who knows if i'm ever going to be able to play through the whole campaign and co-op yeah that's true Stella, how do you feel about it um, I mean, for me, I, it, this doesn't really affect me because like I already have friends lined up to play this with, but like not everyone is going to have that. So I feel like it's just an option that would be nice for those people who don't have people lined up to play. Um, it's like, cause like, you know, a long time ago, a lot of people met their friends this way, right? Like online matchmaking and um, a lot of people meet them this way too now with like Discord and like other games like Apex when you talk to someone randomly. Um, so the fact that this isn't going to have that does kind of suck. Um, it, it doesn't really affect me though, uh, just because I do have friends lined up for this. But yeah, it, it just kind of sucks that, that that option's not there. I get it, Stella, okay? We're <laughs> friends and I don't. <laughs> Sorry, oh Stella's God. just too popular. No. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, I totally understand. And that's also why I wanted to ask about it, because, like, my gut reaction was like, oh, that's fine. Like, who really yeah. wants to do that? And, you know, Dustin, you bring up a great point that some folks, you know, if you're playing at odd hours, you just you just want someone to join you. You're probably not going to talk. You just, you just want to go. That, that, that makes sense. I think my only concern would be if you're hopping into these things, it's like, how do you make sure you're not getting griefed? <laughs> like, that's always the concern, right? It's like, can I kick this that's person true. out? Can I elect to rematch? But also, you don't want to get griefed by somebody else who's like trying to kick you out constantly if you're just trying to play online with somebody. But Well, well somebody would be team leader and you just boot that person and you queue for a new one. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, Taylor, how about you? Are you more of a solo campaign person or would you rather buddy up with someone? even if you don't know them. So I prefer to play the campaign at least once by myself. Uh, but like Stella, I usually have like a friend or two that I'm just able to play with. But with what Destin was saying, you know, I agree. I think having that feature should just be 
it should just be a given. I feel like there, there's nothing wrong with options. Having options is always important, even if I don't necessarily use them, but somebody else clearly probably would. I just feel that, you know, with how long we've had to wait for just like co-op and just like every, like just the, it just doesn't make sense really. I mean, cause with how long we've had to wait just for the game to be basically a finished product and hearing like all these things about saying like, that are just basically, oh, well, here's a caveat feels mm. very defeating, honestly. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, we do have some other Halo news, but this is definitely a fun one uh, as far as things that are also being testified currently. Um, at Death Templar, built PT and Halo Infinite's Forge test flight. So this is reported by PC Gamer, a fan in the Halo Infinite test flight has posted a sample of their PT recreation in Halo. And it is absolutely terrifying. So one of the things I do like, even though it is disappointing and some things are a little broken test flights, you get to like sample it. And I was really surprised to see anything fully formed come out of it. But I, th I feel like we're always surprised by community creations. Um, so in this video, basically what uh, Death Templar, I guess it's probably Templar is what they're going for, but it's Templar anyway. Um, but this person recreated, if you guys don't know, PT, from PlayStation over there, bringing it over to Xbox. It is that really intense demo horror game that is basically a horror game in its own its own right. They called it a demo. It's no, this is just a game. Um, it is absolutely terrifying, and they did such a fantastic job of actually building up the walls and building like key parts. That so much so that I was like, wait a second, this looks like the same thing but without the filter. Like it is really impressive. Stella, were you were you into PT and? No, Are you into this? I, I watch, I think I watched Game Bros go, play it just because like I can't play it because it was too scary. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, it's really cool. I also, someone else made uh, some Doom Eternal level on, or Doom level um, in Forge as well, which was really cool. They used the lava from one of the maps and they like had that integrated with the map for Doom. It was really cool. And it, it, it's interesting because I missed out on the golden years of Halo, right? Previously mm -hmm. when the Forge mode was in other games and i'm like this is gonna be so cool to see what people can do now uh, especially since infinite halo infinite multiplayer is a free-to-play game so being able to see what people can do uh, is gonna be so cool um yeah like look at this this looks so good like how do they do this I, I like my brain i am not this creative so i'm just ready to enjoy what people are going to put out there uh yeah this is gonna be like my first time in uh, experiencing Forge as well, so I'm really excited, and I'm, I wish this was out now. <laughs> yeah, if you are listening, and I, I highly recommend at least looking this demo up. Like we do have a story on IGN about it. Uh, it is, it is an incredible little sample of what but, someone could do, and it's absolutely terrifying. Dustin, go ahead. The modder, the modder is a uh, Death Templar. So Death if you want to look yeah. up on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, I think every time they turn around this little sample, I'm just like, no. Taylor, how about you? That was uh, nuts. Yeah. I can't I can't believe that was done in Forge. That gives me a lot of excitement about the potential yes. that this thing has. I saw the Doom one and I'm like, okay, I've seen most of those assets utilized in Halo. I haven't seen anything like the, the PT thing before. That's uh incredible. I I can't wait to I'm not in the Forge test flight, I don't think. What's up, Microsoft? Where's my <laughs> invite? Uh yeah, one of the things I did early on in Forge uh was the the user movie I made that sort of like kicked off my my way into the industry i had created stuff in forge to um to utilize to use in the video basically so uh i'm really excited about uh forge mode in halo infinite i think it's and seeing how creative people are it's just 
gonna open Pandora's box of creativity, so to speak. Yeah, that's the, oh my god, we got we got the yeah. here. Um, yeah. I, I will say that's great. It's, right? it's just it's just wild how creative folks are, and I think as you guys were saying, like this isn't feature full, right? So it's like this is just the beginning of what people are creating. Taylor, have you had much experience with Forge in the past, or played much Forge creation content? Uh, I have not created anything, honestly, and seeing stuff like that kind of reassures me. I was like, okay, I will I will engage and I will check out all the stuff that people make, but I cannot do it myself. But I remember uh, when Halo 5 was out, uh, I played, uh, there was this one Forge map where you could have Pokemon battles, and that was like one of my earliest experiences with like playing Forge, which seems weird because like I played a lot of like Halo 3 and I know there was the Forge mode in that, but that was like forge was like a, like a late experience for me but seeing that and then seeing this pt uh forge map and then seeing the doom one i'm like wow this is this is incredible and i want to now check this out it's like i don't have access to the test flight but i'll just wait i guess but also i i'm excited for what the community can do and again i think stella was the one who pointed out like you know the multiplayer is free to play for halo infinite and i feel like that will encourage more people to test out forge mode and make their own creations and i hope we get another pokemon battles like one because <laughs> that was one of the best so, <laughs> forge maps in halo 5. the super producer red out here bringing out that pokemon video it is it's wild it's so good um yeah, just echoing all of your thoughts as well. Like Forge is just such a, a neat playground and seeing what folks can recreate in these spaces is really incredible. It's again, that's Death Templar on um on the internet that you should absolutely go see. And he was on YouTube. That was the PT stuff. one. I don't know yeah, about for PT. I don't know about the other. Not sure about Pokemon or, or Doom, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, definitely excited to see what else comes of all these. And then real quick, I just want to say, uh speaking of rebuilding things, another thing you should absolutely check out on YouTube is by El Gato del um, Tejado on YouTube as well, making a remaster mod for The Simpsons Hit and Run. And this is really incredible. So we do also have um, an article up about this. And they are just kind of as a fan project remaking um, Simpsons Hit and Run as much as they can. And they recently posted a really cool video about how they're redoing the cutscenes. And thank you so much, Red, for pulling this up. Um, it, it is really cool how he's going through all, or they're going through all the notes of exactly the pain points that they're coming with and remaking this really beloved game. And how in trying to like render the cutscenes in 3D, but clean them up and it just, the textures were wonky. So instead they're just, hand drawing it i was like excuse me you're just redoing all of these things and it's it's so cool to see how creative people are and i really hope that this is something we can play in the future again it is a mod so it would be more of a pc specific thing but if you guys know you know like simpsons hit and run was fantastic back in the day so we had to share that as part of like just sort of really neat things being built in the community does anyone else like really love simpsons hit and run like i do because core memories no, right I here love, i love mods and stuff so this yeah. is like really trippy to see yeah yeah oh, so <laughs> her her verdict yeah they got her rigged improperly that's funny yeah it's it's hilarious and i i love seeing this and so if you're at all interested in seeing how things are built and like some bits of game design like of course there's plenty of options for that out there as well but this one if you do like simpsons hit and run like i do it was a big xbox game for me back in the day uh, absolutely check it out it is fantastic and with that, we're gonna take another very quick break before we get to our next topic. And 
welcome back. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about an Xbox promotional event that you may or may not have heard of. And if you hadn't heard of it, I wouldn't be surprised because they're not doing a very good job of making it that obvious. So Xbox right now is holding an event called the Summer Spotlight. This kicked off the end of last week. It runs through July 26th to September 5th. Uh, there's a video trailer for it they're putting up on, of course, YouTube, Twitter, all the spaces. And what this is, is a kind of a promotional event for the 75 games coming to Xbox over the next six weeks. Um, and to quote Xbox, they say Summer Spotlight brings you some of the most anticipated games of the season. Hot new Xbox titles will be added every week. Uh, so just kind of a weird overlap with, hey, there's a lot of stuff coming out. And if you're a Microsoft Rewards member, you can earn 5,000 Microsoft Rewards points when you spend $50 or more on the spotlighted games. That's so it. Five bucks back. Great. Hey. Okay, so we have the trailer. Uh, upbeat music, exactly. So I think the reason I wanted to highlight this was because obviously they put effort into it. There's design. There's a trailer. There's something going on. There's an Xbox Newswire post. And it was kind of a bit of a bummer to see that there isn't more done with this. Um, and I also just wanted to ask if there's anything good that stands out from the program from the cast, but then also like uh, talking about what they're doing here, because as we know, the summer event season, it is not really big on current releases. It's a lot about like what's coming up. And so in the past, we have had like these special bonuses where if you buy something, you can get like money back or it goes towards something. I think the Steam Summer Cell has really set a precedent uh, for what this can be in like the modern day. Of, of like activities and like celebrating games in different ways, but of course, you know, getting people to buy games. Um, but Taylor, I'll go for you. What do you, what do you think about this? Yeah, I think firstly, it's very disappointing. It seems weird that they haven't done a whole lot with just like promoting this, which is odd just because, you know, watching like the announcement video and things like that, it just, it, it seems like a lot of effort was put in there. And I was like, I feel like across the board, it's so inconsistent and when I think about like, I know like this time of the year, it's like some, like some would argue it's like kind of slow for like big game releases and things like that. So, you know, I think this is like a good opportunity to really spotlight some of those more interesting games that a lot of people probably didn't have on their radar or were just like sleeper hits. And again, like going back to what I was saying earlier, you know, Xbox is so good with like engaging with the community, like not seeing this, especially for something like this, where I feel like should be pretty big, especially given just like the gap we have between like, we go into like that blockbuster fall season and things like that. Like this is a good opportunity for, to, to like spotlight some of those games, especially like games that maybe people that work at Xbox really enjoy. And they just want to say, hey, this game is being, you know, promoted on summer like summer spotlight we should talk about it here's why you should play it so yeah yeah it's definitely missing like kind of like that editorial context which of course you're like wow miranda isn't that what you guys are for it's like yeah absolutely but also whenever you have an event you want to have or when they want to call it a summer spotlight you know promotional event like you think that there would be something a little bit more contextual rather than sort of what it looks like a, a montage of trailers stella how do you feel about it I, don't, I didn't even know this was going on. So I'm part of that like audience that had no idea. Um, I'm looking at the page now and I'm just like, okay, this is cool. It kind of gives you insight into like the, the spotlighted games are just really cool. There's like a Froggen, um, uh, Lord Wrinklebottom Investigates, which is like interesting and uh, Escape Academy, which is cool. So it's yeah, like all these games cool. that they could like spend time, you know, highlighting and talking about. It feels like they didn't really spend too much time doing. Um, and it's, it's interesting, like, I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, so what exactly is this? I guess they're just showing off games here. Um, 
And that's cool. But I, I feel like if they were going to do a limited time event sort of thing for the summer, they definitely could have upped the reward points that you get back, which especially if they're going to be highlighting games like this. Um, so then it might encourage people to actually spend a little bit more money or try out these different games. So it, it feels like they're trying something, but it, it doesn't quite feel like they're trying enough. But yeah, I don't know. Like it, it just... I'm just looking at the page and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's a thing. And I'm probably going to forget about it. <laughs> right. Dustin, how about you? Um, I had no idea this was even an event. Uh, maybe it's just a, like a ancillary way to additionally promote these games. Because like Multiverses and Rumbleverse are in this trailer. And those are free-to-play games, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little surprised to see them included with all these other games. It says it's going to release games over six weeks. Um, I don't know if you want me to talk about my picks versus yes, the overall we'll, we'll, event. Yes, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, well, the event largely just seems like they're marketing the fact that, hey, we have all these games, and if you buy these specific games, we'll give you $5 back in the form of Microsoft points. And if you don't know, you can convert your Microsoft points to, to dollars, basically, and you know, a lot of people pay for their Game Pass that way every month. Uh, I, lo- I love Microsoft Rewards. It just seems like sort of a weird... A weird way like if they're promoting smaller games like what's what's the hook besides the five bucks back is, is that all it is or am i i'm missing some context right yeah. it, that's what i was kind of picking up with this too and also the fact that none of you knew this was going on like this mm-hmm. is a post on the xbox wire this was like a like a whole trailer video they have a like launch website for it um and maybe i'm misinterpreting that this is supposed to be a bigger thing but it i mean I don't think I am. Um, this isn't even on like the Xbox homepage. I didn't see it on the Xbox store either, which is a little strange that they're trying to push like this or as like an event and have its own URL and everything. Going on like a week. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like, what, what's going on here? And so just wanted to kind of gauge your guys' thoughts on this as well. Or if it's like, am I missing something? Um, uh, one thing that I really hope, just kind of continuing on with our last conversation too, about how we would like, Microsoft to do a little bit more with these achievement points or, you know, continuing to evolve these systems that they're very clearly trying to do. And and we enjoy that. But one thing I would like to see maybe, as I know, Ryan would say every time it's like, let's bring back a big summer event, like, give us like that uh, Xbox Arcade Summer of Indie stuff. Like, this is such a great time. And I think they have such a great bed for that with Game Pass too, right? Like, I think it's important to point out both, hey, there are some things here on Game Pass. And let's celebrate the smaller games and like highlight things. And I don't know if they're like contractual obligations there where they can't say, Oh, we can't promote X over Y because of these things. But I I wonder if there's a way for them to do that in something that makes it more fun to like, Oh, Hey, if you play X number of hours this month, you can get like these cool achievements or like these cool photo unlocks or these cool icons. Like there's just a lot there that it feels like they're missing where with steam, as I was saying earlier too, with the summer sale, you you basically have its own event and they have like this own event mini games and and like there's like secret pages, sometimes you get scavenger hunts, you get like a lot of cool themes to get involved with, new stickers. So there's just a lot there that I think is really fun. Um, I will say too, with the Discord integration, one thing I hope they do is that if you're on Xbox, I hope they give you like special Xbox stickers because you can send mm-hmm. like stickers and emotes and stuff. So I just hope we see them be a little bit more creative in those ways because I think something that is missing from Xbox. I know this could also be a, a bit of a comment from them saying, hey, you guys keep saying we don't have games. Well, here's 75 that are coming up over the next six weeks. And it's like, yes, there are games coming out, but it's not necessarily what people are saying. You know, it's not 
it's not the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not the answer to what people are asking for. But um, with that being said, I think it's it's good for them to put that at the front, but also not good if people don't know about it at all. But with all of that said, I know we all got to take a look at the site and know a little bit about the release calendar that's coming up. But are there any games that are exciting for you guys that either you learned through this promotional thing or just generally? And uh, Destin, I'm going to go to you first. Well, uh, the the one that jumped out to me that I really liked was the Capcom Arcade uh, Second Stadium Bundle, just because it has a bunch of like really cool retro Capcom games in it, including the original Street Fighter. If you want to see how bad it was, <laughs> but there's also like Street Fighter Two, there's Street Fighter Alpha, some really good ones on there. Uh, just watching the trailer, the Digimon Survive gameplay, yeah. I've never, I hadn't been, hadn't seen that before, and that one was really interesting. And I was really surprised Miranda didn't mention this amazing franchise in in the top. Like this is a selling point all of its own rabbits party of legends is included <laughs> with the summer spotlight and uh, like that alone i mean miranda <laughs> i thought that's what we were going to be talking about the whole time because it's your favorite franchise and it's right there you're testing me why a great party game fun for the whole family <laughs> stella what are you thinking <laughs> yeah um, i'm looking at the list right now and like uh, let's see. So, oh, Power Wash Simulator. I started playing that. So, like, I can encourage people to play that, which is great. Um, I legitimately did. Oh, my God, rabbits. <laughs> no, no, the um, B-roll's perfect. <laughs> um, I think I've heard of Arcadegeddon as well. Hold on. I'm trying to figure, like, it, it's, okay. So, the site also makes you input your birth date, by the way, if you want to look at anything. So, definitely do that. The site also <laughs> only has, like, 36 games on it right now. Like, yeah. The promo angle is just straight. It's really, it's really the whole promo is get five bucks back, right? So, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. even there, like, I don't feel sold to care about Microsoft Words. It's like, I just spent fifty dollars. I'm already paying for Game Pass. What do you yeah. want from me? It does suck because, like, Power Wash Simulator is also on Game Pass, which is why I'm mm-hmm. like, like, how I'm playing it. So it's like you don't need to spend money on the game unless I guess you really like it and want to keep it. But well, wait. You get a Weird. discount with Game Pass if you buy it also. So but you I can play just... it on... How? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a conundrum. It's never-ending. Okay, but the Paradox oh, looks really cute. That's, that's super it's satisfying so to fun. Watch. Like Honestly, <laughs> it is surprisingly so fun. Um, it's, it's, it's very relaxing, but like, it, it makes you realize, oh no, I have to organize every, I have to make sure everything must be clean. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, this is interesting to me, but like, I already, I can already play it for free, right? With Game Pass. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the reason it's not to emphasize, but I suppose, yeah. I suppose we'll see. Still, um, Taylor, was there anything from those lists that interests you as far as games go? Well, I mean, I know uh, Digimon Survive, but I know that's like multi-platform, so don't come after me, y'all. But still, I like I like that they mentioned that because they could have easily just said like, ah, we're not going to mention it. It's not like an exclusive or anything. But also, Lord Winklebottom investigates. Like, as I think it was Stella who pointed that. I was like, wait, what? I was like, I gotta go right? check this out. <laughs> so like, I I go to the page, and also for some reason, I'm looking at it right now, and Digimon Survive is on there twice, which I think this is just Xbox assigned and God also telling me. I should go and play it because I've been meaning to pick it up, so I have to get on that. And but yeah, this Lord Winklebottom game. I'm like looking at the screenshots. I was just like, what is going on? Uh, so you guys know Lord Winklebottom. Wait, Lord Winkle is a giraffe, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a giraffe detective, which, like, I'm honestly kind of intrigued. Like, I liked the Nancy Drew games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we do love to see the creativity. Um, yeah. I'm a little scared of Dr. Frumple, but <laughs> a little intimidating. Um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of potential here. I would say, too, I actually forgot that Digimon Survive was coming out on Xbox. So that was actually helpful for me. It's like, oh, you reminded me that I can play it on Xbox instead. So that that was a nice thing for having this third party. But, you know, at the very least, we got to learn about uh, Lord Winklebottom. So, thank you, Summer Spotlight. We have we have broadened our horizons, and we appreciate it. I genuinely do that. Like, that's not to make fun of this game. It's, it actually looks... I love weird games like this. Like that is, I, I love them too. It's my shit. So, oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you know what? With that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more games. And welcome back. As I promised, we do have more games to talk about because we got the Xbox Game Pass coming in August list. Woohoo! And it is not only new games, but it is also DLC updates and our list of games that are leaving game pass so that is why it's very important to note uh the first one actually i'm gonna toss i'm gonna toss to dustin dustin you want to you want to read the list of the games yeah. coming in august i was actually just looking up one of them but uh the first one on the list available now is ghost recon wildlands that is on cloud console and pc so play wherever you want to that is awesome uh the one i was looking up it's actually an old old older game but it's a uh, shenzhen Shenzhen IO, it's on PC, that's coming August 4th. And basically, it's a simulator where you're allowed to build circuits, write code, RTFM. I'm looking at the Steam page right now. You can actually build circuits using a variety of components from different manufacturers like microcontrollers, memory, logic gates, and LCD screens. I actually am kind of into this. It's it's almost, it's like a simulator that sort of teaches you how to do real world things. and. Uh, I, I kind of like that because you you would actually get a practical skill set out of out of messing around with this game. So anyway, that's an aside. Turbo Golf Racing is also coming. That's coming August fourth, and that looks sort of like a mix of oh god, what's the little car racing game that's insanely popular? Rocket League. It's a mix mm -hmm. of Rocket League and and golf. Yeah. So this one's golf. <laughs> Yeah, so this one's Turbo Golf Racing. That's coming August 4th. Two Point Campus, August 9th. Cooking Simulator, August 11th. Maybe I should try that one out too, seeing I'm into the sim scene. Yes. <laughs> Expeditions Rome and Offworld Trading Company. That is August 11th. All those are August 11th. DLC updates. Citizen Sleeper Episode 1 Flux, available now. Sniper Elite 5, the Landing Force Mission and Weapon Pack, available now. Sea of Thieves Season 7 is coming August 4th. And heading out. August 15th, Boyfriend Dungeon, Curse of the Dead uh, Gods, Library of Runia, Starmancer, and Train Sim World 2. Those are all heading out August 15th. So if you haven't played them yet and you're interested in any of those, you probably should before the 15th. Um, are there any particular titles that interest you guys? I know um, Destiny said Shenzhen, but... I'm curious, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I played Cooking Simulator. I actually bought it on Steam. It is very fun. It is very funny, but like, is it is it silly or do they actually teach you recipes? There are some recipes. Like it, it, it yeah. so it's more of the realistic type. Like you can clean your whole like kitchen. You have like your like it's not like the goofy. Oh my god, I turned my hand this way, but it went this way, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you do kind of measure things out. It's it's like it's oh. it's not fully realistic, but it is kind. It's, it is is it like surgeon simulator? No, 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 no. Uh-huh. Um, but there there are wonky like mechanics sometimes. Like I once set a plate on the table, but I guess I set it too far too high up and it cracked. So I had to so I I had placed it. Yeah, see like right here. So you grab all your ingredients, you actually prep it, you chop it, um, it gives you the recipes, you have to put in the right amount, otherwise the customer complains, and you have to rack up your stars so that you know your restaurant becomes like a nice renowned restaurant and like you actually you know played it and stuff so it's really cool it's fun um i was just obviously not good at the game so <laughs> <laughs> this looks like a phenomenal game pass game this is, is what i want to so play for like an cool. hour and be like yeah maybe i'll never play this again but maybe i was I'll like sink i don't my life into it I, I was like i don't know about this one then i saw customize your kitchen and i was like i'm listening <laughs> You know what yeah. I love in this trailer that we're watching? Oh my god, this is on so fire! So you can just create total chaos. Like, you can yeah. just explode your kitchen. Oh my gosh, they are actually exploding the kitchen. Um, that's what I want from a simulator game. I want the option for chaos, and I, I'm i down. Stella, you want to wanna burn down some restaurants with me? Yeah, let's do it. I'll, 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 like, attempt to make edible things just so we can stay in business, and then we can wreck things. Excellent. Excellent. Taylor, are any of these speaking to you? Yeah, uh, well, Turbo Golf Racing, but also just seeing the gameplay for Cooking Simulator, I was like, <laughs> wow, I was like, so there's equal parts chaos, there's equal parts semi-realism, but also I'm getting Cooking Mama vibes because I saw them chopping the potatoes earlier. I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, I could do all this and I could customize a kitchen that I could also blow up if I choose to. <laughs> okay, sign me up. <laughs> I Just, mwah, I'll do it. <laughs> Yes, that is that is absolutely excellent. One of these that I'm also looking forward to is Citizen Sleeper, which we were showing earlier. Sorry, Red. Um, but really quick, before we get to that, do you want to talk about Turbo Golf Racing? What is this? What? How is it different from the other Turbo Car with a Ball <laughs> game? <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, you don't want to talk about. <laughs> it's Rocket <Are> League. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is, is is it giving Rocket League vibes? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> but like looking at and I, it was so funny. But I think it's weird that it says like it says racing in there, but it's it's more of a golf game. So I was like, is it is it really a racing game? But racing's is in the it's in the title. I don't know. It's so it's so odd. But I I'm curious to see how this will because I played a lot of Rocket League. Um, and I'm curious to see how this game will be. I think it's an early. It's going to be an early access, so it won't be like a like a final build. If I'm right. if I'm uh if I'm right. But the um, the game looks interesting. I'm looking at the pictures like on Steam. I was looking at the trailer for it. I was like, okay, this is this also reminds me of for some reason it reminds me of What the Golf and not like in the, the obvious yeah. way, but just like in the wow, this is so absurd kind of way. <laughs> but I'm looking at the like the uh, the screenshot here and there, it looks like there might actually be some golf-like uh, features like that you would see like in a typical like if you're playing golf or whatever but it also feels like it's going more zany like a like a mario strikers yeah i did see all the card designs in that they're pretty they're pretty wild and i, I can appreciate that so usually when i think of golf it's like kind of it's a little stuffy not like in a bad way it's just like you know like you have to literally get buttoned up like there's a tire that you wear for golf it is very i think <laughs> you don't have to do that you have to but yeah there is I mean, it's like the thing it's just like an etiquette right clothes. it's part of the experience yeah. <laughs> me and Aransky go play golf Listen. some like once a year or something and we just wear whatever 
Wait, you're doing it wrong, sir. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. No, but but like that's that's kind of but for the most part, that's what I see. Also, I used to live on a golf course and I, I saw many examples of the folks trying to get their golf balls out of my backyard when I was like oh boy. 15 oh. in my PJs. I'm like, please leave. Get out of here. This is why are you here? Anyway, um, but I think it's just it's just a, it's a quieter kind of more relaxing sort of export. It's not high intensity where this is like no, but what if? And exactly Taylor, as you were saying with uh, Mario and others that have done golf in like really creative ways. So I think that that'll be another fun Game Pass game to try out. Um, so before we head out, we have a few minutes left. Usually we'd be doing lockbox trivia, but we don't have that. So I just want to ask, go around the room really quickly. What was the last game you completed? What are you playing now? Uh, Taylor, let's go with you since you're our guest. Yeah, the last game that I completed was Stray. Uh, and I think I want to go back because I really want to get the Platinum. Uh, mm-hmm. But also I want to go play Digimon Survive. So I should probably put Stray down uh, and go play Digimon Survive. <laughs> Dustin, how about you? I talked about it a little bit last week, but uh, the last game I completed was As Dust Falls, which really surprised me. It, it kept me hooked enough to to play through the whole game, and I actually really enjoyed it. I, I hope some of our listeners, because it's on Game Pass, have gotten a chance mm-hmm. to check it out. Miranda, did you end up getting a chance to? Not yet? No. That's okay. That's okay. I knew right away. He's, she's like, uh-oh. My sister <laughs> was just like... Yeah. Miranda, we had to play it. I was, you sat on the show and I was like, no. What if I lied? No, you don't have to. You don't have to. I'm just expressing that I was. It's no, one of those yeah. games where I'm like, I have no interest in this. Then I play it and I'm like, all right, it was kind of cool. I'll give it to you. Yeah. And then, and then believe it or not, what I'm playing now, this is probably going to surprise some of y'all. I'm playing PUBG again. Oh, I've been playing wait. a lot of PUBG. Whoa. I've gotten three or four chicken dinners already ah. in solos. Uh, I like to play third-person perspective because that's what it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, I really, really love that game. The problem, the problem with PUBG is Warzone came out, and Warzone was like a more polished version of the same game. But, uh, yeah, PUBG is still a lot of fun. So funny. Nice. I like how we didn't know if he was going to be sarcastic or not. Yeah. <laughs> he actually meant what he said, and Destin just has this air of sarcasm about him. Which is why whenever he makes a joke, he's just like, that's a joke, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you never know with Dustin. Yeah, that's why know. people think we hate each other. Everyone's just like, oh, do you guys all hate each other? Yeah. It's like, no, we're making jokes. <laughs> we, all, we all love each other. Anyway, uh, exactly. Uh, Stella, what are you up to in games? What, what are you um, playing? So I just finished Stray 2, which is very good. It was a really short and sweet game, which was nice. I didn't want to like spend too much time in game. Um, I'm curr- I literally just started the quarry last night, but um, on oh, PC, nice. if, if you guys are thinking about buying it, do not get it for PC. It is riddled with tech issues no. and it was supposed to be better because uh, upon launch it was bad, but it, it is still so bad. Like the QTEs, I almost w- missed a very crucial one because it was lagging so hard. Oh, um, so I am really not enjoying my time in it. Uh, but we're gonna I'm gonna try to do like a little workaround see if because it launches with the 2k launcher Which a lot of people say is the reason why it messes up. So I'm gonna try to fix it, but we'll see um, Yeah, so currently trying to struggle through the quarry <laughs> Wow, okay. Yeah, you know, I hope it works out for you. I'm sorry But I will say yeah. sometimes failure in, in a game like that <laughs> can lead to cool things. So well, not my death if I don't choose to die <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. But what if? But what if that leads to something else? Who knows? Who can say? 
<laughs> but anyway, hopefully it's not, it's, it's a chosen thing rather than yeah. just breaking. Um, I'm sorry that happened. I guess for me really quickly, um, the last game I finished was Escape Academy slash Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein The Old Blood, which was fantastic. I really love that game. Um, I both games play I played games. on, yeah, it was, it's been fun. Um, I played that on Game Pass. And then Escape Academy, I finished with my twin sister and highly recommend that. Again, great Game Pass game to play with somebody else. Um, and then currently I am playing Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, because I'm still continuing on with Wolfenstein. So it's it's a good time. And I think I'm going to start Live Alive 2, which is, of course, a Switch game. But yeah, it's been a good time for games. Um, and with that, unless anyone has, do you guys have any quick things to plug before we head out? Cookies. Or buy cookies. <laughs> Destin, Taylor, you got anything good. coming up? Just, just endorsing Destin's cookies. They're, they're very good. Yeah, you got so, the minis. The minis. I did are get really the minis. Good. They are very yes. good. I like uh, them more. I think. I think I like them more too because, like, I could eat one and not feel like, uh, like I don't know, like when I ate. What, well, okay, so like the 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 regular size ones that you would sell, they were they're just like the size of my hand, and I felt so overwhelmed when i looked at it and when i would put one in the oven i was like i really should just cut this in half but with the minis it's like i was like no nah, i can pop two and eat both and no i won't feel like i'm gonna not finish it so um and then stella you got anything else that is or is not cookie related uh well the latest season of apex is going to be coming out soon and i am getting um, I have done some interviews with Respawn, so once embargo lifts, I will be releasing articles and then eventually a video on the update, so keep an eye out for that in the next week or so. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, we're looking for it. Um, thank you all so much for being on. So for Super Producer Fred, Stella, Taylor, and Dustin, I'm Marina Sanchez filling in for Ryan McCaffrey, who will be back next week. And this was Podcast Unlock episode 555, and we will see you all later. Thanks so much for watching or listening. Bye! Hi, my name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And together, we run Buffering, a rewatch adventure, a family of podcasts moving through our favorite 90s genre television. If you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, great news for you. Our very first podcast adventure took us through all seven seasons of the series. We covered it spoiler-free, episode by episode. For those of you who want to start the show for the first time, you can find that podcast pretty easily. It's called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Inside that podcast, you'll also find an original song that pairs with each glorious episode of Buffy and original character jingles for so many of our Buffy favorites. Buffering has been praised in places like Time, Esquire, Paste Magazine, and the New York Times, and we've chatted with dozens of cast members, writers, directors, and fans along the way. Come hang out and rewatch some of your favorite television with us and a wonderful community of listeners. Learn more at BufferingCast.com or find us on socials at BufferingCast.